the Bible is the word of God. Um, it is um, fully inspired by God. And mm-hmm. it is without error. And personally, I think the Bible is without error. And then it's, it's a supreme authority when it comes to all matters of faith. It's good. It can say Bible stands for basic instruction before living. Do we need Christian literature? Yeah, I actually think we do need Christian literature. But okay. we have to use the Bible as the standard. They equate Muhammad to Jesus Christ, who, that Jesus Christ is one of the prophets. On that basis, I'll say no. It means that definitely the Quran cannot be equated to the Bible. The Bible is supreme, supreme to any other. And, and I, I know for anybody who is not a Christian, who will listen to this? will tell you or who is even not some there's even some christians who are not grounded in the word of god will tell you oh they also believe in god no the bottom line is jesus christ is the same as god jesus christ is the representation of god and is the beginning and the end anything or any book that says that otherwise there's no need even comparing that book to the bible or looking at that book in the first place there's no let's put the bible aside anyway so actually christians so it's christians those who claim to yeah be they, they will be like let's put the bible aside and deal with this mm. issue yes oh i tell me don't my alpha bible yes but you need for bible like let's put the bible aside uh, anywhere like so um it's a still relevant in everything we do in every convo in every thing like convo presentation whatever don't put it aside the narrow way is hosted by the whole journey community and we enjoy the easter edition the feedback keeps coming so you can now search for the narrow way on your pod or your favorite podcast app just search the uh, the hope journey or narrow way live sessions and subscribe so that we have more subscriptions. Today, this month, we are looking at an important question. You can DM us your questions on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just search the Hope Journey. We are looking at sufficiency of scripture. Is the Bible still relevant in our current modern world? Guys, I know this is an interesting one. This topic was suggested by Pell, so you can also suggest your question via any of our social media platform. Please, let's pray. Let's pray as we are starting. <clears throat> Dear Lord, we thank you for our salvation through Christ alone. Please teach us, Lord, this evening what we are supposed to know. In the mighty name of Jesus, have I prayed much thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Okay, okay. Moving on. Our memory verse for the month, the in this month, is Second Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen to seventeen. So you can bookmark it on your software or bible software or you can write it down you can save it for the april month that's our scripture our memory race all scripture 
It's 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. And it says, please, you, you can open your Bibles too as I'm reading it. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So that is our memory verse for the month April. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. So let's move straight to our questions. That's where our discussion is coming. The first question is, what is the Bible? This one is Sunday school question. <laughs> what is the Bible? Everybody will say something. What is the Bible? So we are starting from Charles. What is the Bible? Hi, Charles. What is the Bible? Uh, in Sunday school, you can say Bible stands for basic instruction before living. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Those, those um, different things. The, the, full, the full meaning B-I-B-L-E. Yeah, hello, I can hear you. The Bible is basically God's manual. It's like, just like any manufacturer has a manual for their products, that's the manual for God, from God to us. It tells us how to live. It tells us how, what is ahead of us as well, because it's only, and tells us what has been as well. So, yeah, basically and God's manual for living. Yes. Exactly. I didn't get you. You said it tells us what has been, and I'm also saying it also tells us what will be. Yeah, what will be as well. Um, The Bible. Ike, you want to say something? Sure. Yes. Um, The Bible is the word of God. Um, It is um, fully inspired by God, and Mm -hmm. it is without error. Like, personally, I think the Bible is without error. And then it's, it's a supreme authority when it comes to all matters of faith. On to the second question. Is the Bible truly God's word? Somebody will say it's not God's word because, I mean, God would take pen and paper and <laughs> write it himself. So is it really, really God's word? Is it not some fairy tales? What is is so the question is is the Bible really God's way? Anyone? Silver. Is the Bible really God's word? Or some fairy tales? That yeah, there was Adam God's was <clears throat> Come again. It's why do I say it's God's word? It speaks about his mind, is the life, is the life of, of God, and it's evidenced through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. When you have the inclination of the Holy Spirit, or so you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. When you read, you realize that no, this is not something that somebody just or a group of people sat 
to write down, but it, 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 it tells you about life, is able to soothe you, to direct you, to tell you what is happening. And it's only God that can do that because nobody knew what was at the beginning. But it, yeah. it says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God himself. God. Nobody can know those things except it's God himself that was telling those things through man. Because um, as God has put it, he's giving man dominion on this earth such that even for him to come and intervene in our situation, he needed to come himself Jesus Christ. So God yeah. could not take, it's not that it's beyond him to manifest himself to write, but then for, for the purposes of what he has done that for him or who's, which is the knowledge or the Bible and all that we know about God and life, basically and the things about the uh, children of god was actually inspired by god yeah, yeah. and as we said in the scripture that we read is for exactly it's for instruction is for everything that we need. yeah yes yeah. So. exactly that's what i was coming to add and you already added it that's yes. our scripture our memory verse yes. is even reminding us that all scripture is breathed out by god and it's profitable for teaching for reproof for correction and for training in righteousness. So it's the evidence that indeed the Bible is truly God's word. So please, is there any other thing to add? Does somebody disagree? Clenam, welcome. And Katongo, please, you're welcome. Is there any other thing to add? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, is the Bible truly God's word, or is just some fairy tales, or it's just some stories you've been hearing? Oh yeah, the the Bible is God's word, and um, I think every single word over there in that uh, book was inspired by God. One, and then another thing we have to know is that it's not a fairy tale. It's 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 stories by God about real people who lived because there are historical evidences that proves clearly that the people we normally talk about um, in scriptures actually lived. Um, yeah. Abraham and all those people, Peter and the rest, everything shows clearly that they lived. It's awesome. Um, and as a same fairy tale, Spider-Man, like yeah. imaginary, yeah, yeah. but it's actually something real thing. And, and it's about real people who had real problems and how God glorified himself in their lives. Thank you. In the Bible. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay, so moving on, do we need to use other worldly books in addition to the Bible? Is it even important to add any other um, Christian literature or we can just be so focused on the word of God? Do, do those books also impact us? Do we even need them? Yes. So if you say yes, then you tell us why you think that we can read other Christian literature or we shouldn't at all because maybe they will pollute our knowledge on the word of God. Do we need other Christian literature? Do we need Christian literature? Yeah, I actually think we do need Christian literature. But okay. we have to use the Bible as the standard. 
Exactly. You understand? Yeah, so you know, people have their own understanding of how they think they can simplify it, but then it should conform with what the Bible says. Yeah, that's even they change it all together. Yeah, you see, so so whilst you are reading the Christian literature, you should have in mind that it should conform with what the Bible is saying. So it shouldn't be oblivious of the word of God, but you should also have it in mind. But sometimes it's just there for explanatory purposes. Yeah, you see, sometimes we all have different perspectives and all that. Yes just to help you understand what maybe the points a particular verse is making. Exactly. I was coming to say that sometimes those books um, help you understand it better. If it's really in line with the Bible. Yes, exactly. If it is in line with the Bible. But you see, if it is beginning to contradict what you are seeing in the Bible, I think you shouldn't even go close to it. Yes. Very true. Um, any other thing to add? Any other thing to add? Do we need Christian literature? There are lots of Christian literature out there. We have platforms that they keep sharing Christian literature. We have PDFs. We have online books. Do we need all those literature? And to add to it, I think it's not a sin to acquire knowledge. So it's good to have diverse views. But yeah. You should filter through and then know what is right. Yeah. yeah. I think Sova wants to say something. Okay. Uh, um, I believe um, so far as we go to church to listen to preaching, right? And I believe it's not most of us are men of God who preach, who share the word of God. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's the same thing. The same word of God, but it has to conform. Just like when you go to or you hear a preacher man and you listen and say, No, this you can descend in the spirit that mm, what you are saying does not really conform to what uh, a scripture says in the Bible. So yeah. I don't have to listen to you. Or what you are saying really conforms and you are giving me a better explanation of a verse or a chapter in the Bible. You didn't have an the rima word or the revelation of a, a scripture or a word yeah. will actually yeah. come from reading of that book because you read it but at that point in time you didn't get it uh, through yeah. the leading of the holy spirit those books can also give you a better understanding of it and just as Glennon said it has to conform to it so it's just like you listening to a preacher man or somebody mm-hmm. preaching it's just like listening to the word of god the bible you are the other books you are reading alongside and if you take really good ones okay they usually yeah. would add quotations from the Bible and which you can also compare. Well, what they say, per the quotations that they've given or the Bible verses that they've given, you add up, you read yourself, you understand, okay, this is what they are saying. You really get the indwelling of the Bible wrong. So I think it's actually good to read other literature, but we just have to be cautious and actually make sure it conforms to the Bible. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, I also want to say that um, in as much as it's good for us to um, add other literature to um, scriptures, uh, the Bible, we should not rely heavily on the additional books because it's a, it's a new practice. Literature. Yes, it's a new practice okay. right now in the Christian church. You know, sometimes you go to some gatherings and instead of the person preaching directly from the Bible, the person is pre- uh, preaching from 
maybe a, her papa's book, like in the, mm. the father's book. You know, the Bible is the sole um, source of authority. So we shouldn't rely heavily on the additional books, but we yeah. should rely on the Bible, the Bible itself. It's good to read other books, but let's not um, put the Bible aside and let the other books lead us. But then the Bible should rather lead us. The main focus should be the Bible. Yeah. The sole authority in Christian faith. Okay, so I'm moving on. Is the Bible and the Muslim Quran the same? And are they for the same purpose? I don't know if any of us have seen the Quran before. Have we? Has anyone here seen the Quran before? I've seen the Quran before. Does it look like the but Bible? But I might say I've not read the content. Does it look like the Bible? I, um, I don't think it, it even. I, I don't think it even matters whether it looks like the Bible or not, because the truth of the matter is, it's simple. The Word of God ends with Jesus Christ. Okay. There's a talk about um, how do you call it? There's a talk about the coming by the um um by the uh, Muslims or Islam, that the coming of Muhammad and Muhammad was the last prophet and all that. As a Christian, we know that Christ was the beginning. Christ is the end. Or Christ is the beginning. Christ is the end. Yeah, there were even um, prophets or apostles that came after. But those apostles never, ever even compared themselves to Jesus Christ. The little I know, I've not read it, but I've heard them say, is that they equate Muhammad to Jesus Christ, who that Jesus Christ is one of the prophets. On that basis, I'll say no. It means that definitely the Quran cannot be equated to the Bible. The Bible is supreme, supreme to any other. And and I, I know for anybody who is not a Christian, who will listen to this, will tell you, or who is even not, some, there are even some Christians who are not grounded in the word of God, will tell you, oh, they also believe in God, no. The bottom line is Jesus Christ is the same as God. Jesus Christ is the representation of God and is the beginning and the end. Anything or any book that says that otherwise, there's no need even comparing that book to the Bible or looking at that book in the first place. Okay, okay. I love that. Yes, I want to add something to... Sure, sure. Yes. And sometimes our friends on the other side, you know, the Muslims... They try to make it look like, oh, it's the same book, it's the same content, and all those things. And they they even tell you that oh, the the Quran has extra content. For example, the story of creation. They even tell you that mm. and um, Abraham, uh, Adam had a different uh, woman apart from Eve, and you know some other funny. Hey, I've never heard this. Yes, and so some if you compare all those things, uh, they are saying it's in the Quran. Oh, yes, they, they give you extra content. And you see, you don't wow. need any extra content. You don't need any fanciful things, any mysterious things again. The only thing you need is what is in the Bible we are using. And so there is no need for us to look to other, another, uh, this thing, say, oh, Quran, Bible, they, they are the same. No, they are not the same. And in as much as they try to make you like, look like, sometimes they make you look like, oh, Jesus Christ, Christ was... Uh, hyped in the Bi- uh, Quran, Quran and the Bible, they undermine the virgin birth of Christ in that book. And any book, any book that undermines the virgin birth of Christ is not giving the entire 
um, gospel. You can't remove some part of the gospel. You deny the the the, the nature and the the character of Jesus Christ. And if you deny the okay. character of Jesus Christ, then it's something different. Yeah. So the Bible and the Quran are not the same. But we didn't answer the second question. The second question is, which is are they are they for the same purpose? I don't know what they use the Quran for. I don't know if they also pray with it or I don't well, know. Savannah's answered it though. He was like um, Muhammad, someone being the last and Jesus Christ being the end. So, oh. so are they for the same purpose? No. That's the question. No. I mean, the, the Quran is supposed to propagate Islam. And okay. the Bible exactly. from the end, from the finish to the end is about Christ. From Genesis to Revelation, exactly. over there, it's about Christ, and so the purpose if, of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Savannah, yeah. please come. If, in. If, let me let, let me just just as um, Ike is saying, okay. Yeah. Every part of the Bible you read should tell you about Christ, yeah. from Genesis to Revelation. Even the sto- every story, every representation, every prophet, every man of God, anybody who has encountered their story should tell you about Christ. It shouldn't tell you about anything. It tells you about Christ or tells you about God. You understand? Yeah. And I've, and there's even a situation, there's even this, um, and this is from some Muslim um, colleagues that have, that we, they have and they told that even or that is in the Bible, the promise of God that came through Isaac. For them, the promise didn't come through Isaac. The promise came through Ishmael, he being the first son. There's no way God <laughs> made a promise for this um, for through Isaac because then in their in their for them Isaac was a, was the second son. So for them, that's why ah, you have Isaac was the second Jews. son for the Quran. Yes, yes, I'm telling you. Yes, hey, so for there, them, there are lots of but, things in it. Yes, so for them, the promise of Abraham that God gave to Abraham, mm-hmm. okay, it runs through that is the understanding. They have to know this just about about if I'm not, I think I barely about a month ago because mm-hmm. I was having some discussion with some Muslim friends, and this is what they were telling me. So, all okay. that should tell you that, um. They do not they want to accept it. Jesus Christ. Okay. They agree. Yes, they agree there's Jesus Christ, but they are bringing the carnal part of it. They do not understand yeah. that the word of God is a mystery, that God is full of mystery. And there's no, you cannot comprehend the way God would like to go about these things. So these are some of the things that should let you know that you cannot compare your our Bible or the Bible to the Quran. It's not possible. You cannot rely on the Quran. They are not too, they are not... <laughs> I have seen one before, read one before, but then they are very different books. Okay, so the Quran and the Bible are different books. If they are different, then obviously they can't be for the same purpose. The Quran, yeah. So I think he's agreeing to what we are saying. That's the, it's based on Ishmael. Okay. Unlike ours being based, like Clenam and Soba was saying that it's based on Jesus Christ. Yes, is based on Ishmael. So that's the difference. That's the difference. Okay. Is the Bible still relevant in a changing society? And this is obvious. It's, it's even now rhetorical because with all these explanations, we believe that the Bible is really relevant in our daily life, in our Christian society. 
and in our changing society. <clears throat> but I don't know if anyone has any other thing to add. I have something to add. Um, As sometimes, the Bible being still relevant. Yes, yeah. sometimes when you are having um, deep conversations with people, like deep convos, um, yeah, intellectual convos. yeah, people will, will be like, you know, you let's put the Bible aside. You know, if yeah, you, I you understand. Hear that. There's no let's put the Bible aside anyway. So surprised actually Christians, so it's Christians, those who claim to yeah, they, they will be like, it. let's put the Bible aside and deal with this mm. issue. Yes. Oh, I tell me don't my infant Bible in Yes. But yeah, Bible, like let's put the Bible aside uh, anyway. Like so um it is still relevant in everything we do, in every convo, in every um thing like convo presentation whatever don't put it aside they will tell you that um put the bible at the entrance don't do that take it aside yeah. your conscience should be slave of the bible okay okay i love that <laughs> um, any other things you know how i like you know i even love to i like to Remind myself about this. God told me, I think Joshua, right? He said, For this word of God, or for this Lord, thou shalt what thou shalt remember, thou shalt dwell in it, thou shalt meditate in it day and night. What when in your sleeping, I'm paraphrasing, in your sleeping, okay. in your waking, in your working, and you shall teach your children, and thou shalt prosper. So me, I want to prosper. Prosperity is big goal. Prosperity, when we talk about prosperity, we like to only think about money. He says, Thou shalt. So, if we, that is what was told Joshua at that time, I'm believing in his days as well that the Bible was not relevant or the word was not relevant. You understand? And it's the yeah. same thing. We could say, Oh, we are, in a day. we are in our days, so it's a modern day. But me, I want to prosper. Prosperity, I want to have peace. It's another prosperity. I want to have money. Yeah. It's another prosperity. I want to have good health. It's another prosperity. I want my children to be okay. I want my family to be okay. All sort of prosperity that you can think of because it's broad. Say, that shall prosper. It's broad. You understand? If God yeah. is Joshua to meditate therein, in sleep, in his sleeping, in his waking, in his working, his eating, yeah. and to teach his children and they shall not depart from Ether. Yeah. Then why are you saying it's not relevant in this Obviously, it can never relevant. be so. It is very relevant. Yeah. So our last question, our very last question, and then we add the April edition of the Naruway session is how do we read the Bible? We are talking about it being relevant, we're going back to it, it's been the the manual and all the good things we can see about the Bible. But the last question, everybody will say something, and then we end this. Um Plenum, how 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 best should we read the Bible? How do we read the Bible? And then Charles and then Ike, everybody will say some. And end it. How do we read the Bible? To say mine before someone will. Um, okay, okay, sure. Say yours. Yes, I, I think um whenever we are reading the Bible, we have to see Christ in everything. You see, um yeah. until I realize I realize this concept. I all this while I was reading the Bible wrongly. And the if wrong you, way. Yes. If you read the Bible this way, it helps you understand what is going on. You see, yeah. um, for example, 
go, uh, Israelites when they were supposed to look at the snake on the tree. That, mm-hmm. that part, it is Christ on the cross. You see, yeah. every single part of the Bible, you should see the a portrait of Christ in there as a backdrop over there. You should, you should okay. be looking out for Christ in there. For example, um, Goliath, Israel and Goliath, when David mm-hmm. was killing Goliath for them, Christ, God was using David like how he, he, he used Christ to save us. So you have to be yeah. um, looking out for some of these things. It helps you understand the Bible. It's one of the ways you can read the Bible. But one of the mm-hmm. best ways you understand what is going on. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Um, Clenum, do you want to add anything, Charles? Personally, I think the foundation right is the key. Hey, I don't understand though. I think getting the foundation, okay, okay. So the most important thing is getting the foundation right. So that is how best you can read the Bible. Reading it to get the foundation. What is what is this really talking about? Is this really reflecting Christ? What's 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 the main message of this um, this quotation I'm reading? Okay, so you have to read well and not out of context. Okay, okay. um, the strategy. I come from the strategy point of view. Um, first. Okay. The Bible. Uh, another way is read the Bible first, like you're reading a story about, okay. and see how the, the stories that are in the Bible, and look at how it pans in your life or in day to day life, and see how God redeems Israel. If He redeems all the people in the Bible, it means it's the same way He's going to redeem you. So that's the yeah. um, how do you call it? The natural or the first way of, of reading the Bible so that you can connect to how to, to what is happening in your life and what happened in the time of, of yeah. those that were mentioned in the Bible. Another yeah. aspect, so that is one. Then the next part is to meditate on it. If we say meditate, it means like you read this Ponder. chapter. It talks, it talks about uh, maybe Jesus in 5,000 and five loaves of bread and two fish. You don't yeah. just read and leave. You've read the first, that part. It talks, is the natural part that has connected you yeah. about it. And then the miracle God has done. But you need to read over and wait and pray yeah. again and read and pray to God, what are you telling me? It is from that side, the Rhema part, which is the spirit of the word comes to you. And yeah. you reveal a tiny and a portion of what whole miracle or what past is trying to tell you even situate yeah. a situation in your life or a situation mm-hmm. and you'll be surprised that even with that revelation you go from yes and come back to the passage you read another rim another revelation will come and that's even what even made bible even an interesting book and there cannot be compared to a supernatural book that can there's not to it even a single scripture you come and will even give you another revelation is yeah. hidden through the power of the holy spirit in it so yeah. i believe by reading it no connecting to it and also by meditate through prayer it is uh, as yeah. a strategy where we that brings us if there's nothing more to add that brings us to the end of today's edition the april edition of the narrow way session um Clenham, i want to know if Clenham wants to add anything 
Okay, so if there's nothing more to add, Silver, please pray for us today. Almighty never living God, we thank you once again for gathering, for teaching us, for helping us, for being with us. Father, as we always gather to learn, we ask for your spirit to go with the word, to not only hear what we have discussed, but also dwell upon it, for act upon it, and isn't to be able to share. We pray that even as we put it out there on our on social media, connect, it will connect to those who are in dire need of your word who are in dire need of your direction to speak to them that we shall give glory to you at the end we thank you we commit the next one month insurance so we come back again we ask that your spirit will be with us always to direct and cover us and protect us in all that we do that our life will be exemplary to those who need to hear you and convert to you we thank you for that you have done in jesus name we pray amen Amen. Amen. Okay. Have a lovely weekend and bye bye to everyone. In Christ alone, we're justified. In righteousness, it is all our need. You're not even God.